right, Jonathan. I am not going to say that we do this anymore because we do it. We're, this is the proof. This is it. So This is it. Here we are. Okay, so something has happened in my life recently that I think is worth bringing up in front of you and uh-huh. our one fan. Mm-hmm. I have crossed another milestone. Oh, say more. I just turned 34. Ooh, yeah. You know, uh, so here's a funny story mm-hmm. called, I think we've had the same revelation because, believe it or not, believe it or not, mm-hmm. in one Earth month less than, I will be officially in my late 30s. <laughs> yeah. In a month's time, you will be, what, 36? Six. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And so that causes a person to think. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's maybe what you're getting at here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it got me thinking. And part of it is like reading different bloggers that I follow. People are kind of talking about this sort of thing. You know, most yeah. of the people that we're friends with and that we follow online are in our mid to late 30s. So the question came to me today as I was just perusing my notes app was, what if I made a list? <laughs> as you do. I love lists, and I decided to make a list. <laughs> and this list, I'll tell you, is called by forty. By forty. So yeah. the question I like this. The question for for you and for me is: by the time you turn forty, Jonathan, then mm-hmm. fill in the blank. Yeah. Now here's the question, though. Clarify: is this like a bucket list? Like you want to go skydiving before forty? Ooh. Or are you talking like 10-year plan? Oh, interesting. What's the difference? Well, like, so here's the odd situation that I think we find ourselves in by virtue of our own vocation. Uh-huh. So like most people would would say, okay, well, fathers, <laughs> you, you know, you've kind of made it, right? You've done what you have set out to do. Um. And I guess that could be true for a lot of diocesan, diocesan priests who kind of do find their, their end game in parish life. Since we don't really do that, like you're literally still in school and I'm thinking about going back to school. Right. Like, right. when does this end? It doesn't. What, what am I working towards? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So. Like, because a lot of the people younger than me, like not in their late 30s, are you know successful they're uh a lot of other they people have like, are very successful they have like real jobs <laughs> they like do stuff yeah well, I, I and i don't really do that okay so i mean maybe i do i don't know okay so 10-year plan is not what i'm thinking because uh-huh. you and i are not in the business of planning for 10 years from ahead from now because we're not autonomous right employed. we can't yeah so like I can't say within 10 years time, I will be the president of a high school. Like that's 90% of that is not up to me, you know? <laughs> right. um, and so I can't really even work towards it because that's kind of against what we do. What we do is like we get ready for anything and we're available for anything. So if you want to call it uh-huh. a bucket list, let's call it a bucket list. But I, I think less like I don't want to call it a bucket list because it's not really like I want to go skydiving. Here, here's one of the things on my list. And then we can maybe just go through a few of mine and a few of yours. I don't know what you, if you have any on your on your list, but yeah, <laughs> like here's something that I want to do by the time I'm 40. By the time I'm 40, I will have finished my doctorate. Uh huh. 
Like that's one thing on my list. How does that sound? Yeah. I mean, is there is there a doubt that that could happen before you're 40? I mean, there's a doubt that I would ever start it. And there's a doubt that if I do start it, that I'll ever finish it. Like there's there's people, many people, I think more people start doctorates and don't finish them than start them and finish them. Really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, so I will have one to finish okay. my doctorate by the time I'm 40. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. I think you should do that. <laughs> Good. I'll put a check mark <laughs> next to it then. <laughs> well, you can't check it off now. You haven't done it yet. So like, so just to talk about it for a second, like that's something that I can plan for as if it were a 10-year yeah. plan because I've already talked to like our superiors and that's something that's on the table, you know? And so yeah. it would be kind of like if I was already told, hey, I want you to get an art degree, like in your case or something, it's like, oh, by the time I'm 40, I want to have finished that. Like I don't want to dilly-dally on that you know (laughs) right right what about you do you have anything right off the top of your head by the time you're 40 well so here's a main difference between the two of us and you probably know this i certainly know this uh so okay david okay uh we're we both had the same similar idea uh around the same time and where you actually put items on there (laughs) (laughs) I said, that's a really good idea. I should do that one day. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, but I will say, I will say, um, that's never stopped me from having an opinion on something. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the things, so this is, this is something that I, that I do struggle with. Okay. So I'm looking at going and doing art school. <laughs> by the time you're 40, you will have a list about what to do by the time you're 40. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to hopefully start this program. Now, these programs that I'm looking into can go anywhere from two to four years. So already, that's going to put me at 40 (laughs) or Mm -hmm. beyond. Mm -hmm. Um, And that does concern me no small amount. Mm. Because, like, when you're 40, you shouldn't still be in school. (laughs) Now, okay, hold on. Hold on. Why not? Why not? Why not? Because we need to be working. We need to be doing something productive <laughs> I think <laughs> instead of just preparing for the productive but see, thing. But see, I think that you've already exposed the flaw in that logic just by saying it. Like, Ugh. it's the, that's the way the world thinks. Like, like, what if I were to push you just even an inch to, like, justify that reasoning, <laughs> all you would probably say was, like, but look at how much time I'm wasting not being productive. Like, I don't, I don't think of it in terms of wasting time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at it in terms of literally everybody, every other 36-year-old around me <laughs> is, like, <laughs> an established adult. in their career. <laughs> an adult. An adult. Yeah. yeah, basically as an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, in a lot of ways, don't feel like an adult. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Now, I don't think... I mean, maybe that's oversharing, but hey, it's true. Hey, I, I, feel, you. I feel you. But now... <laughs> Hey, this is this is where it, real talk, real talk. What what will make you feel like an adult? Uh, I don't, I don't even know. But see, yeah, I mean, we don't need to go there because that's delicate. But like, I think societally we define adulthood by like responsibility over other people and the care that you have over the other people. Okay, okay. So like, my brothers are adults because they have kids, and like that kind of defines yeah. adulthood for them. Like even. Even if my brothers, let's say, had no job, (laughs) 
Would they be adults uh -huh. if they had kids? I think so. Like, I think we, oh, would, yeah. we would say, like, you're an adult, bro, you know, because you yeah. have responsibility over others. And I think, like, in your case and in my case, more so than it just being like, you're in a temporary job or I'm in school, is that you and I don't really have responsibility over people mm -hmm. or for people, you know? Like, so regardless of your age, like, when when do you have responsibility over others? That seems to be how, as a culture, we define adulthood, you know? And so, oh, yeah. and so that's difficult for us because you and I don't have that right away, maybe even ever. Like we may just always <laughs> be, you know, middle management teachers or something. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, I got a, a feel for it, even though I wasn't the director of the work when I was working at the parish, like I, you know, that was, that was my flock. Those were my people. And yeah. so I did have a sense of that, a, a small sense, but there still was a sense of that. Of being an adult. Um, yeah, of working there. Hmm. Even though, even though, like I am here, it was it was a temporary job. Like that wasn't something that I knew going into that could be, you know, a career or something like that. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. If I were to stay in school and finish a, and do a doctorate, like it would be hard during the doctorate to feel like an adult, just because. Yeah, it's like I. Like I th it's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to next year where I'm going to be back in a parish context working like you did last year. Like that would give me a sense of like, oh, being a priest means being an adult. Um, yeah. And that's it doesn't mean just sitting around. Yeah. Not saying mass. Exactly. 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 <laughs> so uh, I have another thing on my list. Tell me. Actually, you know what? Uh, before I give you another one on my list, I'm going to give you one for your list. How about that? Okay. I do have one for my list, though, and we'll get we'll, we'll talk about that. Okay. But I want to hear what you have to say first. Here's one for your list. By the time you're 40, I want you, or not that I want you to, but I think that it might be good. <laughs> I might it might be good for you to sell an original piece of artwork for at least a thousand dollars. Oh shoot, that's a lot of money. Well. Maybe I, I throw that number out with complete ignorance. Like I would probably start to ask you, like, what is like a normal price for an original work of art that <sighs> would go for a professional artist? Yeah, I have no idea. Well, and that's part of the pr problem of my whole situation is that I am woefully, and that's, that's quite honestly what part of what I what I hope to achieve by going to art school mm -hmm. is kind of learning some of these ins and outs of the trade that I'm completely ignorant of. Okay. So I'll, so like there's this person that's one that wants to buy a painting of mine right, like right now. And it's a pretty big piece. It's like 16 by 20. Um, and I'm like, I don't know, $10. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll phrase it this way. I'll phrase it this way because it kind of goes parallel to what my next one was for me. My next one for uh -huh. me was, by the time I'm 40, I want to have published one book. Okay. And so for me, publishing a book, like if I'm going to end up in academia, that's kind of like a milestone for like having made it into that field. Maybe not made it in that field, but made it at least into that field where you're a player in the game. So what would be the analogy for you? Like, would it be like selling a big piece at an auction? Would it be selling for a, no a certain number of dollars? Like that would be what I'm trying to drive at. Like for you to do the thing yeah. that would make that you're mean that you're in that world. I think, yeah. I mean, I don't know that there's any one like metric for that. I think for me personally, um, I would feel like I've quote unquote made it 
when I can, like when I don't have to actively justify why I'm painting pictures mm. to people. Mm. Uh, it's like, don't you have like a real job? Can't you do something <laughs> else? Yeah. It's like, well, no, this is, this is what I do. Uh, <laughs> so I think there's a part of legit, uh, uh, of legitimacy that I'm looking for that I would like to yeah. certainly have in the next few years. Yeah. Well, hey, so th- this is part of the like peculiarity of our way of life as priests is that a, a non-priest person would say, like, I know I've made it if I can survive off of what my craft is, you know? Right. Like, can I pay for my apartment? Can I pay for food? Can I put my kids through school? Like, yeah. with you... I don't have to do that. <laughs> you know? How do you know that you've made it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's a... I think, I think that's a legitimate metric for how I've, if I've made it or not, if, you know, if my superiors continue to say, yes, this is an important thing for you to do. Mm, and you're good at it. And I'm good at it. Yeah. And this is like, yeah, if I'm going to work either full time or part time, like this needs to have, like, I can't just have a part time job for the rest of my life because I have a, a hobby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like lots of people have hobbies. Mm-hmm. And so if this is going to go beyond a hobby, then it has to I mean, I hate, and I think you agree with me on this, like it's it's really not healthy just to be so focused on like numbers or, you know, how much money are you making, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Um, but like at the end of the day, it does need to be somewhat vi- monetarily viable. Sure. Yeah. So by the time you're 40, can you make art a viable option for you where people would say, this is a guy who we need in this field for this reason because he's good at it and it's viable yeah honestly i do think so you know there are a couple and i've we've spoken uh on the side about some of these other possibilities that are coming up and i think there's i think there's a good i feel in a good place even though i'm still in this kind of stagnant not i wouldn't say stagnant this kind of in-between phase of like am i going to art school or, or aren't i there's still a number of projects that are on the horizon where hmm I think this will turn out. Nice. Nice. Good. Uh, I'm going to keep moving down my list if you don't mind. What do you think? Please. Please do. All right. So I've given you two career <laughs> by the time I'm 40. I gave you the doctorate and the book. I have, yeah. I have a completely different area of life. Uh-huh. By the time I'm 40, I will have want to have visited India. Ooh. Why do you want to go to India? I don't know, man. Like... It's, I was going to put like, I've been there. I was going to, yeah, I know. I was going to put like, I want to go to Asia, but then I thought, okay, Uh well, that's dumb. I mean, like what, like (laughs) Asia is like two thirds of the world. I mean, like what, I mean, so I decided like, you know, India is one of those countries where there's a good chance that I would never go. And it's also like it intersects between like the good chance I'd never go and the desire to want to have been. Like, I could name a thousand countries that I probably would never go to, <laughs> but I would never want to go to. Um, uh-huh. Like, I would never want to go to, I don't know, fill in the blank. I don't want to be insulting to anybody. But, like, you know, of a, a country that I don't want to go to that I probably won't go to. In- Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't really want to go there, nor would I ever probably go there. Uh, India is a good example of a country that I'd want to go to, you know. But uh-huh. if I don't really make the effort, I probably will never go. Hmm. Well, but see, that's another difficult thing for our particular life. Uh, Like, 
What does that look like for you to make that happen? I don't know, man. Find find the opportunities. <laughs> find the opportunities. So because yeah, because this is something that I struggle with as well. Like there are lots of places that I want to go to. Uh, okay. But the question comes up like, well, what's the, like, we need a reason to go. We're, we don't have the option just to say, you know, I've got some vacation time stored up. I think I'm going to take, you know, <laughs> me and the family are going to go over to Delhi. You know, yeah. Yeah. Not the like, Delhi. We, we but... can't, we can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll go to the Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. But like living here in Spain has opened up my eyes to a little bit of like, like you make a lot of connections when you, in my case, living in Spain, you get a real sense of like the International Society of Jesus, the International Church, where like I've lived with guys from India here who have told me, hey, when you finish your degree, I want you to come. I'm going to have you talk to our novices, you know, in our province. Yeah. And it's like, boom, there it is. Like there's a connection that I made with a Jesuit from <laughs> mm -hmm. India in one of the, I don't know, 300 provinces that they have. And <laughs> like it's a province. It's basically a province per state. Yeah. And so like. You know, and come talk to our novices. And so I was like, heck yeah, man, anytime, anytime. So like once I've made that connection, it just feels a lot more realistic that I would end up there. But you're right. Yeah. Like I don't have vacation days stored up to just go, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is an interesting... I mean, I had a similar experience at the... I think the American Theologates are a little bit more international than what you had in Canada. That's right. Um, like, yeah, I had the same same thing with a guy from uh, from Croatia. I would love to go to Croatia and like, uh, well, just to visit. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he had a very similar thing. He's like, hey, you know, we're going to be doing all this cool stuff. You should come over. You know, there's a Jesuit that came, a visiting Jesuit from Slovakia that kind of said the same thing. I was like, oh yeah, we have, there's a great, there's a great art scene in Bratislava. I'm like what? <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But see, like, this is a good example for you too. Like you could totally just do that stuff. Like, Make make contacts with those people and say like, hey, by the time I'm forty, I'm gonna go and do an art thing in Croatia. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maybe I will. Good, good. Hey, Tom. Hey, provincial. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go do this now. <laughs> <laughs> I got some vacation days stored up. That's right. You can justify pretty much anything with the mission. Me and the fam, we're gonna go do this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have another one. I don't have a family. I have another one. You ready? Go. This one is by far the easiest. By the that time you can do today, I could probably do it today with like the the right circumstances. <laughs> by the time I'm forty, I want to have celebrated every sacrament I can legally celebrate. Ooh, so you've done mass? <laughs> yeah, it's not much. Eucharist. <laughs> you've done confession. That's it. <laughs> That's it? You haven't done any of the other ones? You've not anointed anybody? <gasps> Father. Okay, see? Uh, this is why it's on my That's list. That's why you need a pastoral year. Well, to be fair, to be fair, uh, I did a... My first wedding was as a deacon. Yeah, I was a deacon for like a day. <laughs> that's true you were so i so for example as you have correctly pointed out i have celebrated the eucharist i have heard confessions both of which have been incredibly rewarding and would fulfill mm -hmm. all of my hopes for my priesthood but i would also love to witness a marriage baptize a child or an adult and <laughs> and confirm somebody and give last rites to somebody 
Yeah. Have I performed all seven? No, because you've never ordained somebody. Oh, crap. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, I hope you've never ordained somebody. True, 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 true. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no bishop here. No, but yeah, you've... Yeah, yeah. So you, six. You've I've con- done six. You've confirmed. <gasps> yeah, I did that last year. So, you've, so cool. done, you've, you've crossed off this off of my list. <laughs> for you. <laughs> for me? <laughs> yeah. You've done my thing for you. Boom. <laughs> so anyway, so that's, but that's for you, not for me. Yeah, and it's it's. I think it's a very doable one. I think it's a, doable. Yeah, you should absolutely. I mean, and you probably will get an opportunity uh, to do most of those next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially depending on where you go. Um, I mean, the problem, as we all know, is COVID. It's like, you know, yeah. don't touch anything. You know. I um, mean, people are still dying. People are still getting married. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right, I have one more for me. Okay. Okay. So I gave you two career ones, one travel one, one priesthood one, and here's a personal one. By the time I'm 40, this might be the hardest one of all, actually. By the time I'm 40, I want to be the weight I was when I got to college. (laughs) Ooh, man. I am currently... Oh, gosh. I am currently... uh, Are you going to say it out loud? Yeah. I am currently... I'll be vague about it. I'm currently 20 pounds over that weight. Mm. So that's I, not a lot. You could do that. I think so. I think so. I could lose 20 pounds in the next, what is it? Six years. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could lose them and gain them and then lose them again. <laughs> yeah. Six years, 20 pounds. I think that's doable. <laughs> I guess the point is, is that it's not like starting today by the time I'm 40. Right, it's, right. No, no, you no. You want to be able to be a healthier person. By the time I'm 40, I want 20 pounds lighter version of me to be my normal me. Right. Right. I get that. And I, and I, I have that same desire. And still, I suck at it. I mean, we've talked a little bit about, you know, diet plans and exercise. Uh, I had a big plate of fried rice just a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. It was so good, but it's well, not very healthy. Was it worth it? I mean, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm currently on this diet and with a workout thing or whatever. And I got to tell you, it's not fun, but it's also not terrible. Well, one thing uh-huh. I'm realizing, though, is that uh, one of the people who's trying to keep me accountable keeps getting you know, like particular about like, did I skip a day or did I not do this exercise or whatever? And I got to tell you, like, I am not really interested in perfection with this. Like, yeah. I'm just kind of interested in like the overall trajectory of, of lowering my body mass index. Like, that's what I'm interested yeah. in. Like, well, and I think you're also interested more in a, a lifestyle change rather than going through a, like a, a program, like, Right. Let's do this fad for now, and then I'll go back to doing whatever I want yeah. after. So, like the one that so, I, the, no, this is to make change. Like the current fad that I'm doing is an eight-week fad, and it's a fine program. But by the end of the eight weeks, like I don't want to just balloon back. So, like I don't need to be so scrupulous about the regimen. Like I need, what I need to do is try to integrate good habits so that by the end of it, I'm not like unrealistically or uncharacteristically <laughs> thin. To where I'll just balloon back up in no time, you know? Right, right. Yeah, but that takes, I mean, like you said, it takes a lot of self-control, self-discipline. 
Uh, and it's not just on you though. Like this is a, you know, it's going to take the care of, of those around you to, mm. to say, Hey David, you're eating a lot of Oreos lately. Oh, so <laughs> delicious. Hey, at what point did Oreos become an ingredient and not a food? What? Like you see Oreos like on ingredients lists. Like for this cake, you will need oil, butter, salt, and Oreos. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's cheating. <laughs> it's like here here is your way to make cookies by adding cookies. <laughs> <laughs> to make your homemade cookies, add one pack of Oreos. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't I mean I'll as a garnish, okay. Okay. Okay, David. David, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll put that on a for a garnish. Yeah, but not as an ingredient. Maybe even for like, okay, uh like you crush them up and put them in the middle. Oh, delicious. Mm. Oh, you're making me hungry. You're tempting me away from my six-year plan. <laughs> hey, you're the one. Well, I guess I did bring up Oreos. Uh, well, in six years' time, I hope that I will be 20 pounds lighter, I guess is my point. But as like a norm. Yeah. like, And that's, yeah. that's yeah. frankly, frankly, I don't think it's that easy because I could, like, I could count over the last 10 and a half or 11 years, I have done many different diets. And the lowest I've been able to get is... Uh, 10 pounds lighter than I am right now. And I've mm-hmm. never been able to get down to 20. Um, it's just really difficult. Like my body like hits like a plateau. And yeah, the lowest I've been was <laughs> when I spent those that four month experiment as a novice in Belize. Oh, yeah. You lost a ton of weight. Yeah. And I didn't even like it wasn't because I got sick or anything. I don't know what it was. Yeah. I just got skinny. Yeah. Well, you were <laughs> sweating all the time. Eating good food and walking a lot. Mm. No? Was it good food? (laughs) It wasn't wasn't really good food. So there you go, man. That's my list. What about you? You have anything on yours? I like it. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty much just going to copy your list, let's be honest. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, No, but seriously, you know, a lot of my goals are are very similar. I'm I'm also, you know, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. I keep saying that, but okay. Uh, I still want to be a person that does martial arts. Ooh, here we go. Ooh, yeah. Go for that. So that may end up being one of the thing on my list, like not just signing up, but like being that, doing that mm. by the time I'm 40. Um, You know, and it... It's just, it's really hard right now, not just because I'm fat and unhealthy, <laughs> uh, but because of COVID and all that stuff. Like, and again, this is a problem of our, of our way of life. You know, like a normal person <laughs> can say, you know, there are risks to going to a gym. Uh, I'm either willing to take those risks or I'm not. Um, and I'm going to plan accordingly. Now, I haven't brought this up, but I can just imagine the conversation with a superior with, oh, oh yeah. so you want to go do Brazilian jiu-jitsu in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. How about no? So are you saying that you, by uh, the time you're 40, you want to take it up again or like be doing it daily or like what are your, what's your goal? I just want it to be a part of my life. Again. Again. Yeah. Um, by the way, I heard the best description I've ever heard of jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah? It's trying to fold clothes <laughs> while you're still wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> so in a similar vein, I will say I would like to bring music back into my life. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And so as you were just talking, I wrote down and this is this is really ridiculous and I don't think I, it's even possible. I wrote <laughs> by the time I'm 40, I want to record a studio album. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. You should do it. I don't think I can do that. Uh, <laughs> I would like to record a studio album. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. What's stopping you? How about this? I'll make it. I'll make it a little bit less ridiculous. I'll put like because you know a studio. A studio is my computer and my microphone. So like. Yeah, you can absolutely. I've got the machines right now. Right. So on my i currently plugged into my iPad. So instead of instead of recording that. a studio album, I could say like, by the time I'm forty, I want to have, like, uploaded to SoundCloud or something like, my music, me playing music. Something like yeah, that, you know. You should absolutely do that. Okay, I'm gonna put that down. That'd be so cool. Very good. Bandcamp. Very start good. a Bandcamp. Done. Done. <laughs> what else you got? Do I have anything else? Uh. It's okay if you don't. We can take this up again. Uh, I mean, I think it's a worthwhile conversation to have periodically. And I'm, I am glad that we came out of our hiatus to talk about this because it is something that uh, you do need. You need somebody to hear you say these things out loud. Indeed. And more than just putting them on the internet. You know, like <laughs> you, I know you mm-hmm. uh, and I know you'll, you'll, you'll help to keep me accountable. That's right. And also, hey, we can take these back up again in a future episode and see how we're doing. Yeah. Very good. All right, buddy. Until we're, what, 37 and 36? (laughs) 37, 36. Uh, Yeah, I guess we'll uh, check back in. Well, for me, it's in, what, four years, three years? Oh, yeah. Four years. Cool, man. Till next time. All right, pal.